Welcome to I the Show, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I'm Brady. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to talk about sleep. All right. Well, I'm tired today. How about you? Oh, if tired was like currency, I would be Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of currency, I think that sleep is one of the most valuable commodities on the planet right now for everybody. And I'm hoping that's unanimous when I say that, but I, I, don't, I don't see it being any other way. It's the one thing that we just cannot get more of. I, I understand completely, you know, like you were just talking about what you were up all night last night listening to music. Was that what it was? Because you yeah. couldn't sleep? Yeah, so I have this routine like once every couple weeks I go through my music app. Shout out to YouTube Music, I guess. Uh, I miss Google Play Music, but whatever. I guess it's a more stable app. Anyway, <laughs> Dang. Um, I, I have a routine where I, I go through and I, I look at all the new release music. And that's what it started out with last night. Uh, normally, I stay up a little late every night anyway. I, I, I've come to terms, especially last night, with the fact that I might have insomnia. Mm. But it started out browsing through new music. And then I found a way to discover like more related artists that I've never heard of, like up-and-coming ones. Okay. And so I went down this like music rabbit hole, and uh, I, I just didn't end up going to sleep till about four thirty. I just kept tossing and turning. Even after I took the headphones off, I was like, I just couldn't get comfortable for like three hours. Do you find that if you stay up after a certain time, or if you're woke up at a certain time, that you're going to be up for at least two hours minimum? Because if I'm up after one, I might as well forget about going to sleep till like five or six. And if I wake up yeah. at one or two, I'm up till five or six. Um, my, my baseline, like, is about 2 a.m. is when I normally go to bed, uh, if it's a late night. Really? Like, it, it's, it usually happens one of two ways. I will either fall asleep quite quickly, about 10 p.m., or I'll be up till 2 a.m. But there's just every once in a while where I even I pass that, I can't sleep. Oh, well, know. do you think it's because you're, a lot of times when I had insomnia, I'm usually, it's because I have anxiety about something, which is quite common in my world, because I'm always fretting about everything, and the more I fret, the less I can sleep, which then makes the whole situation worse, because yeah. <laughs> when you have anxiety, you're not doing anybody any favors, it's just your brain chemicals being stupid. That's true. Yeah. And it's not helping you with anything. I've, I don't know, there's something to be said about, like, exercises that help you work through anxiety. Yeah. Because sleep is supposed to help with anxiety, but you're in this like weird death spiral of you can't sleep because you're thinking about the things. <laughs> yeah, so, it's the vicious circle. It just, it's like yin and yang of doom. And the more sleep that you miss, the more anxious you feel. Exactly. Uh, sleep is very interesting. The fact that we are animals, you know, hell-bent on survival, yet we have to shut down for a multitude of hours. Every, like a third of our day is recommended and there's only, and, what is there, there's 1,440 minutes. So how many minutes of that? I think the recommended absolute minimum amount of sleep that you truly need to function is six hours. Um, and they recommend seven or eight. I would say seven is probably the average recommended amount of sleep. Yeah, well, I mean, health, like the minimum. For good health. Like, yeah, the minimum would be six. But I think there's, there's I've heard experts say that even that is just really doing yourself it. a disservice. Yeah, very pushing it. And it's just weird that we need that much time to just shut down. And but your body kind of goes into overdrive when you're in sleep mode, like uh, especially in REM sleep, the rapid eye movement is very important. Um, when you're in that stage of sleep, 
I can't remember. Is that like the Delta brainwaves or something? I would have to look that up, but. Yeah. Well, and if you don't get into, that's another thing. If you're not sleeping well, or if you have anxiety or you're not insomnia, you don't get into REM and you have to get into REM to have wellness. Like Yes, there's um, tons of studies about that. That's when your body essentially heals itself. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, you know your cells are dividing. Every single cell in your body constantly are dividing. Yes. And you know sometimes errors occur, and your body will correct those. But normally that's when you're sleeping. Also, if you've done any kind of exercise at all during the day, you know you've probably tore some muscle fibers. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something as simple as like you went out and grabbed a package off your porch, there's a chance you tore a couple muscle fibers. You just don't know it. Your body will heal those while you sleep. Um, your brain, you know, rebalances all of the chemical processes that happen when, you, when you're awake. Uh, so it's while rejuvenation time. Yeah, I mean, it's sleep, yeah. Well, then here's the <laughs> you, problem. You're supposed to be rejuvenated after sleeping. That's the entire point of shutting down. Of shutting down. Just our like problem your computer. Is our entire culture is based upon productivity and getting as much possible as done as you can get in a day. And then we also have an entire industry designed to overwrite that process, which is all the energy drinks and... I mean, look at all of that. Yeah, I personally have always noticed like a huge disbalance in probably everybody's life between being awake and being asleep. Because like you said, there's like a contradicting system that we've created to be productive all day. And it's almost like sleep is like the only thing that is expected for you to sacrifice to, you know, have more time to be productive. And I think we t- I touched on this a little bit. Was it one of the last episodes, the last couple episodes? Mm-hmm. But it's like um, you can't add more time to the day. You can't. And because the societal systems we've created kind of work from a schedule of, I would say, anywhere between like 6 a.m. and, I don't know, 10 p.m., let's just say. Okay. That still doesn't leave like the most room for an ample amount of sleep for everybody, especially if you have anything extra to do. Well, and doesn't it make more sense? This is just my theory on this. I feel like I would much rather have a world based on that we have. I feel like when you're fully rested and you take care of yourself and you're you're at your most productive, your most creative, instead of just, oh, I did five tasks today because I'm really good at doing 45 tasks, but I can't do the most beautiful, awesome, amazing tasks because I'm deprived of everything, you know. Yeah. Especially sleep. Exactly. And um, I've also, I've done a lot of research on sleep. I'm not an expert by any means, but some of the experts, I I was reading some articles and listening to some podcasts about it. And they were saying, uh, essentially, with sleep deprivation, you're kind of just digging yourself a hole. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't ever fill it back in. There's no way to regain the sleep you've lost. Never. You could, uh, let's say you get three hours of sleep. Much like I did last night. Okay. And it was completely interrupted as well a couple times. Gross. Um, but you get three hours of sleep, let's say, mm-hmm. when obviously you're going to need seven. You can never make up that extra four hours of sleep. Even if you slept 14 hours the next day, it doesn't... It doesn't Make up the deficit. Yeah, that deficit happens. Like the, the damage is already done and you can't undo it. Well, and also... I don't know about you, but say you, you know how you do the three hours of sleep. I just try to get up at the same time or almost the same time every day because sleeping in now, I feel gross. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that 14 hours of sleep, you feel disgusting. I felt like more worse than I did with the three hours of sleep. Yeah, I find it kind of odd that you can get also too much sleep. Yes. Because I don't feel good when I sleep 10 hours, 14 hours. But I don't think no. I've ever slept 14 hours. I used to Even have to sleep. when I was sleep. a stoner. 
when my whole <laughs> thyroid thing was so foobarred and messed up and all that stuff, and I was really ill, I had to sleep 12 hours every uh, day. And I had toddlers. This was very complicated. Thank you, my husband, oh, for helping yeah. me. Just to even function. Yeah. Because, but that was because of a biochemical imbalance. And so I'll never forget. I think that's part of the reason I don't want to sleep too much now. But I personally need seven to eight hours of sleep. That's what I call my old people sleep thing. Not that I'm ancient, but... I grew up with a person too. You know, there's my dad is one of those people that only needs five hours of sleep a night. They are out there. They've done studies on them. They're insane. I'm not, yeah. I, I don't know how, they're almost like an ADD hyperactive, <laughs> at least in my personal anecdotal experience, and well, I don't even understand it. Everybody's body is different. This um, is true. But I'm pretty sure the whole you need to get a certain amount of sleep thing is like across the board for everybody. Universal, yeah. I think a lot of people think they don't need a lot of sleep. Because they might, maybe they have a really good like endocrine system or something. They're just and high can function. Yeah, or they can, maybe they can just process energy better than everybody else. Um, but that doesn't mean that the lack of sleep is not hurting them. But you're right. We're animals. Even the most chased deer they have to has sleep. to lay down and sleep uh -huh. at some point. And I wonder though, I think about this. You just was talking about that you can't ever get that deficit back. We have people that have children then are living in a permanent deficit then. Yes. Because you will never, or people that are doctors, like in internships. Oh, yeah, that's one big thing. Uh, I have to I have to cut you off there that's to talk okay. about that because it's really important. Like, these these we trust, like, these surgeons mm -hmm. with our lives to make these precise incisions when they're doing surgery, mm -hmm. especially, like, the neurosurgeons. Oh, I know. You cannot mess up. There's a lot of room for error. And these people are usually working 17, 18 hours straight, if not more. And, and we're trusting them. We're going in there expecting, oh, these guys are professional. There's no way. They're not going to make any mistakes. Don't worry. Meanwhile, you know, he seems all friendly. He's probably, you know, I'm sure they take something. There's got to be drugs they know about that we don't that are pretty good to keep you awake and, and focused, well, if yeah. not methamphetamine. Um, there's <laughs> a lot Ouch. of, a lot I'm of not doctors, saying doctors do that. I, I just, I just don't know how they could get through like the internships and stuff after med school without cocaine. Let's just put it that way. But anyway, I digress. Um, the, the point I was trying to make episode. is like, there's, there's a lot of professions out there that, uh, you know, have these mad working hours uh, and, yeah. but they also are, it's like a job that also requires you to be like focused and in your prime. But when you... If you go past like 12 hours without any sleep, or I don't know if it's 12 hours. Again, I'm sleep deprived, so I got to do some math here. Uh, I feel like it might be more than that because I can still focus pretty yeah. good after 12 hours. Yeah, 12 be, hours is normal. I don't know. It why might I be said 24. Well, let's just say um, if you've gone like 20 hours okay. and you haven't slept, you're, you're going to notice, a, you're going to be fuzzy. You're not going to be, unless you have any kind of chemical alter, alteration. Well, I can intervene here a little bit. My husband was in the military, and they, when they're in the field, they do not get good sleep. They'll yeah. go hard, and and he told me that it's training. You train, and so it's instinctual. You know, like that deer that's laying in the shrubbery yeah. over there. If a lion jumps in or a bear, it's gonna instinctually bolt. Yeah, and then that was a lot of what their training was: is that you didn't even think about it; you just precisely. So reacted. that way, you don't even have to be. Focus the whole time. It's just a reaction. And I feel like maybe instinct. the doctors, it's that way too. They train, 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 you train. You would hope train. so. <laughs> but I, I kind of makes me look forward to the robot overlords coming. Not overlords, but you know what I'm talking about AI and all that AI, because yeah. they don't, well, need, they to don't sleep. need to sleep. Yeah. They just need a solid source of energy. And that is the whole point, I think, of us needing to sleep is our mitochondrial DNA. And we are an organic system. 
And so we are not able to just keep going without recharging. Exactly. I mean, it's almost like recharging your phone. The battery gets drained at some point. That's why nutrition is important. But I think you're right. I think sleep is one of the single greatest things, and we take advantage of it. Now, because you're bringing up, like, AI, like robotics and stuff, Mm -hmm. and just technology in general, I wish that they could create some kind of a device. Maybe it's something you wear on your head or an implant you know, maybe when the neural link happens, they can implement this as a process. But like, imagine if you could stimulate your brain with the same like brain waves that are happening when you're sleeping and somehow be asleep while you're awake. Like you still get the biological functions of being asleep without completely shutting down and you can still be alert and like active. But can you be conscious when you're conscious when you're in that state? That's the thing. I'm not, I don't know. And it's, I'm sure that if this was possible, it probably would have been done by now. Or maybe know. maybe maybe it has been done and it's only like accessible by like the Illuminati. No, they eat children parts. Remember? Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's right. It's the adrenochrome. The adrenochrome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it when. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But uh, 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 real quick on that note, I saw a meme yesterday that was um, it was a picture of like the Monsters Inc. movie cover. Okay. And it was like, did you know this movie is about harvesting adrenochrome? <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> Child trafficking. <laughs> Did someone hashtag that with save the children? Because that... No, I don't know what they... That was, that was a missed opportunity for sure. But oh. I just had to point that out. It's just a funny meme. The internet will always take advantage. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, that's a whole other conversation because I don't like how people just care about something because that's always been there. Yeah. Just because some other people started squawking about it. I guess that's how humans work, though. I'm sort of crabby with humans right now, though, because yesterday I experienced a whole bunch of displays of stupid human behavior. Yeah. And I think, does that come? I also think you are not on your best when you are sleep deprived. Like right now, I'm cranky because I haven't had enough rest. (laughs) I'm in this weird state of like, I guess, like indifference or something. I don't know. Apathy? Normally, I'm pretty cranky when I'm tired, especially after only a couple hours of sleep. I'm just more kind of calm today well calm's not bad i haven't had any stimuli i really set off my anger either so well i could be part of it i don't know i played red dead redemption most of the morning just to try to you robbed not real things you're feeling good yeah maybe that's it i took out (laughs) i took out my anger (laughs) on a virtual NPC. i stole someone's pocket watch i'm feeling great exactly well isn't that interesting how virtual things might make you feel better like maybe it's better than doing the actual thing itself i I feel like everybody has thought about doing stuff sorry about the train guys real quick one second we love the train yeah we're recording it at my house today and uh it's just impossible to soundproof a train when it's like a a block and a half away we are working on our own studio because we have our own room for it and we're gonna get there after we have some sleep yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be great um but continue i'm sorry but that stinking train that's man. okay i think it makes it more authentic well it's another thing you have that's okay noises after having babies and not just baby humans i've had a lot of baby animals i'm bottle feeding two baby calves right now you stay in this sense of permanent awareness once you do children things like having children and caring for things you don't i don't even know if i sleep as deep as i used to maybe i do now it's been a while since i've had babies you know, because the bottle calves are different. It's like I'm on a schedule. I'm out there all the time. But it's yeah. not the same as a baby human where that little child makes a squeak. And you're, you're instantly, even if you're not aware of it, your body's like, huh. Right. You know, I don't know if that. So you have this train going by, somebody's car. There might be some cops. I wonder yeah. if that interferes with your 
that dang train all night long, and it's like every 20 minutes. It comes by. And when I first moved here, it had been years and years and years since I've slept near a train track. Okay. Um, I used to have an apartment that was like, like I think 150 to 200 feet away from like a train bridge. Oh my god. So it was gosh. a little bit louder because it's also the iron bridge that no just doubt. really resonated those vibrations. Did it like vibrate through. your house? It was bad, yeah. And okay. um but I slept through it back then. But then when I moved out here, it was kind of hard to get used to the train again. And so I, I wasn't getting a lot of sleep then either cuz like I don't know. It's it's very odd that you're shut down completely. You have no motor function that you have conscious control over. Yet there's this there's these systems in place to like alert you and wake you out of that sleep if like i guess a potential threatening noise happens and you need to run like like survival instinct kicks in or something and obviously as a mother uh you know your brain's trained to like if the baby starts crying to wake up and deal with that yeah like and it's just weird that there's these systems in our brains completely subconscious no like you don't have any conscious control over these things it, it just kind of happens well and our bodies may it's rest odd. but the brain is never off yeah, that's the that's the weird thing. Your body shuts down completely. Like your your brain releases these chemicals that paralyze you essentially. Yeah, you're you're just on standby. Yeah. Once your brain, it like, it's like, I guess you can train your brain to do this, but maybe that's what I'm lacking. But you can. It, it's it's all about like how relaxed of a state you're in. Okay. Obviously, that's why the uh, the the anxiety doesn't help any of this. But it, once you relax, and it's I think it's. It, it seems like it's on a fuse, like a timer, mm-hmm. where it's like a certain amount of time in a in a s- specific relaxed state, your brain goes, okay, it's time to shut down. And it releases these like paralyzing chemicals and it goes into like the brain waves you're emitting, like the electromagnetic waves go into like a lower frequency. And it's like all, it's like all these triggers happen just because you're relaxing. Because you're relaxing. For a certain amount of time and not doing, not moving and not doing anything and you're breathing a certain way. And then those systems like completely take over. And then you become unconscious, and it's a completely automatic system. Well, and I think it's you talked like you you something with training, because I, I used to sometimes I'd be so exhausted I'd just fall asleep randomly in places yeah. like with the kids and stuff. But now I intentionally I go in, I go to bed. It's dark in there, the curtains are closed, TV off. It's like I make sure it's like a cave. Yeah. And I notice that because I've never had trouble falling asleep ever in my life. I feel bad for people who do. I know someone that has a horrible time going to sleep. Me, Me, if I lay down, I know. <laughs> my more my anxiety and insomnia is more, it, I'll go to sleep, say, at 10, and then wake up at 2. It's over for me. And right. then I have to sit there and read about stoicism and weird memes. and it just Or I'll do <laughs> the, the, the 2 a.m. rabbit hole. I do. And, yeah. and you know, sometimes, though, I like that rabbit hole if I don't. But that used to be when I didn't have as much to do. Now I'm, I'm angry when I wake up because it's like I only have this much time to sleep. And see, that goes back to our lives are so busy. Yes. Like I got to be up at 6 and feed the calves and I put the kids on the bus and go do, you know, all this stuff. How yeah. You, it, uh, is it one, because- one note on that is when I imagine retirement. Mm-hmm. I imagine like an abundance of time in which I can sleep more. That's not that it will ever fill in the deficit, but you still get that extra sleep. I mean, like that's the, I think the, what I'm looking forward to the most in retirement someday. Because like you said, there's just all these things you got to do. You get this nice little, normally little chunk of time in which you can sleep. Yep. And come on, most people really only get that six hour chunk it's really about and that six doesn't hours. even include the laying down and waiting to go to sleep thing yeah. so it le- technically less than six hours of sleep 
And as a parent, if you want that little bit of quiet time to yourself, mm -hmm. which I like to call the magic time from like 9 to 11, you're, you could go to sleep a little earlier, which I've been doing lately because I know I need it. Yeah. But really, it's like that is your sweet spot. You it, know, that it always feels like such a sacrifice to devote extra time to sleep. But then at the same time, it feels like just as big of a sacrifice when you have to cut into sleep to do other things. It's such a weird balance. It's like a paradox, actually, it's, right? It's like it a is. paradox. It's the yeah. sleep paradox. Well, yeah. And, and, how and do you... we're slaves to this. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. It's just that there's a limited time in the day. And because also our bodies are wired to do that at night specifically. Yes. Like we're, our DNA is trained to these systems. I should say these systems are trained to only work when the sun goes down. The and biorhythmic that, that was cycle. probably more or less for survival. Yeah, because things come out at night. Yeah, you, you can't see at night. You can't really do much work. You know. How come we don't have dark vision? And who needs to yeah, invent that first? Come on, evolution. Like, you're giving us the shit end of the stick here. Or like, the There's CRISPR so many machine. cool things we can have. Why can't we fly? I don't know. I know there's forces of nature and shit, but, like, come on. Look at the bumblebee. I just want dark vision. Give us, give us something. Come I got big on. Dark vision owl. would be perfect. I got big old owl eyes. I know I got yeah. space in there for you guys to laser something. I want to be able to see it dark. I yeah. always did. Well, here's, here's something, you know. Um, excuse my language, but fuck you, evolution. <laughs> the reason we are so awesome as a species is because we instead of it. instead of putting in the millions of years of survival to adapt and get dark vision, we created technology and microchips and we have night vision goggles. Well, yeah. And you know that? So it's better. It's coming. You know that Vin Diesel movie? It was. It's like 20 years old Pitch now. Pitch black. Yes. He had the ultraviolet. Ri oh. I want ultraviolet. because be so well, cool. He got it because he lived down in a prison that was black, yeah. which... I mean, that would have been cool and not really, but I would have loved to have ultra. Can you imagine if you, but I wouldn't want it to be always UV. I would like it to be able to click on the side of my head and just in the daylight, I get to do normal human vision, but then you could also have UV at night, yeah. which is what goggles are. We, that is something great about us as yeah, we are been, able. We've invented that instead of waiting. We said, fuck waiting and we invented stuff to do it. And now that's a whole nother conversation on we'll talk the about limited what? amount of resources in which to create technology on earth, but. I want to talk about biohacking at some point. I love it. Biohacking would be a cool topic. We're going to um, have to do that. Anyways, I back to sleep. I think sleep could be a really good biohack. Like I said, a, a device that could have you sleep while you're awake that isn't methamphetamine. Well, there are <laughs> sensory deprivation chambers are super therapeutic. Yes. And I think those can maybe, I'll have to look it up. I've done enough research, put you into that state. So that is a hack that might. Um. See, I really considered starting a business, a float tank business or, okay. you know, a sensory deprivation tank business um but the up the startup costs and the upkeep are freaking insane yeah and i don't personally own ones so i don't really know how exactly to do that so it was just like it was an idea that might still happen someday there but we go. for now it's kind of on the back shelf but like yeah like you were saying they're very therapeutic essentially they're these tanks filled with water and a literal insane amount of epsom salt yeah, and so the, the salt will help float. you float, and also it's pretty good for your skin from whatever. It draws toxins out. Yeah, um, but you float because of this salt, and uh, so basically you have this feeling of weightlessness. The water is supposed to be body temperature or slightly warmer, mm -hmm. so that you don't even feel like the temperature around you. You're, it pretty much feels like you're floating in space, from what I've heard, and you're supposed to just stay absolutely still. You have these goggles that completely block out the light, or the or the tank itself has no light. And you are supposed to have earplugs or something that can dampen the sound around you. So you literally cut off all of the 
vibrational input into your brain. You're just adrift. And you're just your, uh, your is it the id or the e? It's the id, right? I think the id is the uh, you go, yeah. Yeah, you, basically, it's a way to experience ego death without drugs, without psychedelic drugs. Well, so you do, your ego pretty much shuts off. You don't have any of the, like, I, me kind of thoughts. It's just pure existence. existence inside like a being, vacuum it's like being in utero if you think about it yeah i think that's the closest that you possible be. thing to being in utero in utero but essentially it's a, from what i've heard it's pretty trippy to to be in that state because your mind like goes into like a, a overdrive essentially and well it's not having to track all the stimuli I, that your ego has to deal with so you're basically could be your one true self yeah exactly and it's supposed to be like kind of like a dmt trip where you kind of like you just kind of float through reality. I don't know if a I lot of people know. could handle it though. Like the yeah. think of the people who are claustrophobic. Wouldn't that be the ultimate claustrophobia to be? Suspended? Oh, for sure. But it would also be it would be therapeutic to deal with claustrophobia. But uh, on a to to break away just from claustrophobia, but still stay with the float tank for a second. Um, it's kind of like meditation. It's like the ultimate form of clearing your mind. Okay. Like you still, you can still like consciously think and be, and have your ego. But if you just relax and let the ego shut off, uh, you know, that's med. That's kind of the whole goal of meditation. It's mindfulness. Right? Mindfulness and in being truly in the very moment that you're existing. And uh, I think that could alleviate a lot of anxiety. Well, they too. use it. I think they use it a lot for mental health purposes. That's kind of the whole yeah. It's point this whole behind point those. of it. Yeah. Is it's, you know, to Not treat, to mention, it's just absolutely relaxing. Which, I think that's another thing. I don't think you can truly get into a good sleep mode without being completely at rest. Like, I think you can fall asleep when you're stressed, mm -hmm. but it's not good sleep. No, there's no way that you get quality sleep. Yeah, and there's differences between sleep. Yeah, it sucks because sometimes you can get sleep, but it's not good sleep. And then you just feel like crap when you wake up, even if you get eight hours of sleep. And it's just like... And usually when you get in that cycle, it's, like, it's multiple days in a row. Yeah, and, and here's the weird thing about it. Sleep is so important. Getting good sleep is so important. Yes. Nobody really teaches you no. how to sleep. You yeah. just are expected to, it's supposed to just be instinctual process, but like it really needs to be managed. And what's funny is every other thing in our existence, you're supposed to be taught by, you know, we all have learned. Yeah. And so there's experts at things. Well, like, except for doing taxes. That's like the one thing we're always thrown into the fire with, I've noticed. You're just supposed to magically. You're, well, I think you're expected to, to hire a lawyer, to be honest, even for just a simple 1040 easy. Do you think. They just expect you going out of fucking public school. Oh, you just go hire a fucking tax expert. Well, I think that's something we need to talk about uh, someday. I digress Anyways, really how we, Yeah, we don't teach math that actually is applied to our everyday lives. What's well, a checkbook? So, not that we use but, those but, anymore. Back to, back like to sleep. sleep. Sleep, yes. I could go to sleep thinking about taxes. Well, who, I, that is just, in fact, that might be some sort of therapy, tax therapy to help tax people sleep. Some people find doing taxes therapeutic. Really? Like, this, why, would, why in the hell would you ever be an accountant? If you don't like it. I think accountants like order. That's what I mean. But like once they've once they've successfully completed somebody's complicated tax situation. Yeah. There's I'm order. sure there's like a like a dopamine to well, yeah. that. A dopamine release for that. But anyway, again, I digress. Sorry, taxes, guys. It's, You're all taxes. Taxes. It's, it's one of the inevitable things in life. 
Well, it's they have been around for a while yes. in various different forms, which I don't know. Sleep. How do we? Okay, so let's sleep switch gears a little bit. <laughs> what are some like ways that you break out of that sleep deprivation cycle or what are some therapies or um, self-care? I, I don't know. Like, I'm not a, and nobody taught me. But well, if, You've listened to a lot of podcasts I, and read YouTube and... Yeah, I have. I definitely have heard a lot. Um, I didn't exactly want to be this episode to be about uh, necessarily advice. Well, just because talking, everybody's I'm different. About you. But for me, um, again, everybody's different, so this might not work for you. But for me, um, well, for a while I discovered on YouTube these things called binaural beats. Okay. And it's this like rhythmic pattern that's supposed to match like certain, I guess, harmonics of your brain waves. Okay. And they can uh, organize these rhythms in a specific way to uh, somehow trigger sleep. And that used to work, uh, but I kind of started to wonder if it was like the placebo effect more than anything, because like I set out to do this for a specific reason. I I told myself this is to go to sleep, and then so it, it kind of just triggered the sleep. So you're wondering um, if the routine of actually doing I, this I think maybe? it's the routine. So maybe there's something to just having a routine to go to sleep, because I think that almost like solidify sorry about the train again guys just a minute um yeah so how about those trains oh i know yeah well if you could count trains you could probably go to sleep uh damn near yeah yeah um i think it's done with the horn anyway uh again i'm like a block and a half away from a train crossing so uh eventually we'll get it get that handled um, but anyway, uh, what was I saying? So, oh, so just having a routine to go to sleep, uh, even if it's just basic and rudimentary, can kind of solidify like triggers for your brain to go into sleep mode because it's like, oh, we're doing this, so it must be time to go to bed. Um, well, so, I so. think that you hit on something. Patterns are patterns. We, yes, we are very. If I want, the more ingrained I am in a pattern of behavior, the better off my system works. And I've learned that over the years. Just this is, and I am not. Have you guys guessed we're not medical professionals? So this is just our own anecdotal experience. Don't even take our advice, but just listen. But like, yeah, exactly. And then comment on it because I'd like to hear what you guys do. But like with me, if I need to really sleep and I'm out of pattern because life happens, stuff occurs. I I know that I need to get some really good heart rate up exercise, Mm -hmm. and then I do. I have a massive bathtub, Epsom salts, lavender oil in that thing for a minimum of an hour and then i do your new music thing it's funny i do the same thing every once in a while i sit there and i just go through because i like music mm-hmm. and i just find and it's that dopamine drip of finding new discovery and joy of discovery oh, for sure so if you have all these aspects heart rate up which moves chemicals around oh, detoxing yeah. in the tub warm water music I, I think i screwed myself last night then because that's one of my favorite things to do is just a listen to music and b find new music that i enjoy and, and so were, I was getting that dopamine drip, and then my body's like, more, more, more. And you were doing it at the wrong time because you were out of pattern. I should have done it like in the middle of the day, not like uh, the middle of the night. But yeah, I well, like... normally my pattern is watch like fucking YouTube videos until fucking midnight. Ugh. But my brain knows, oh, I'm I'm in the dark watching a phone screen, so I should probably start to trigger the sleep mode. Is that... So normally I get real, like almost immediately I start to get drowsy when I start to watch YouTube in my bed. Isn't that funny? That's your pattern though. Yeah. But so instead of doing that, I was actually just like actively doing something. I was engaged in something and something I enjoy. So maybe I kind of screwed myself last night and that's why I couldn't get to sleep. 
I didn't have my patterns. I was uh, like aroused by the by the stimulus. I don't know. The stimulus, the twelve hundred dollars. The twelve hundred. It was the twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just hey, can we get that second? Tr- I don't know if you're listening, Trump. I doubt it. But somebody, somebody spam Trump with this. Give us that money. <laughs> can we have our tax return for 2020 yeah, I'm, now? I'm still waiting on my tax return. Oh. There was oh, an issue, and oh. I, I'm starting to think the IRS ran out of money, and they're just, like, sweating bullets for something and not they, giving they it to me. They can't run out of money. The, the Fed no, just they, keeps printing it. <laughs> I'm just joking. Hi, IRS. You, by the I time paid you, it. I paid you guys. Don't come after me. By the time you get your stimulus, it'll be worth $600 instead of $1,200. Exactly. So it's perfect. It's going to be fun. That's true. Um, yeah. I, I've been ha- I'm sorry we're digressing, but this is important. So I've been ha- money t- typically depreciates at about 6% a year at this point mm-hmm. because of inflation. That's kind of astronomical if you think about it. That is very ridiculous. Uh, I think because of like the, the the economic repercussions of COVID-19, it, I bet you it's going to start depreciating at 10 or more percent a year now for a while. So we have... The, how many trillions did they... Fi- three. The bailout? I think it was at least three. Oh, st- sorry, stimulus. Stimulus was at least three. Three trillion... A trillion... Can you guys even like fathom a trillion of anything? Like... Our brains aren't supposed to even understand that number. It's without competing pro- without competing power, this yeah. would have not even occurred. But when you hear a trillion, you just go, that's a really big number, and that's about as far as your brain can really, truly comprehend that. But three of them, money, it's gone. No well, some people had fun with it in Vegas. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. With their special bailout loans. Oh, yeah, they weren't they went... sleeping. Speaking of sleep, you go to Vegas, you're not fucking sleeping. No. I think that city is designed to, to not sleep. Well, it's flashy, lighty, yeah. yeah oh, speaking of that, um, sorry, that just brought me to my point. Uh, when when I went to Alaska on a, on a trip to work, it was during the time of the year where it doesn't get dark for more than two hours a day. Oh, yes. And especially in Anchorage. And uh, it was just weird to me how just the like the like the processes they go through to make sure like rooms are dark mm-hmm. during the nighttime but it, it was seriously a huge shock to my system to like it's literally midnight and it's just as bright as it was at like fucking 11 a.m. Well, I think that's why I don't have trouble so falling trippy. asleep is I spent a chunk of my childhood up there. That's where I grew up and yeah. so my mother had a terrible time. Hers was in the winter when it was dark all the time. It would affect her de- dreadfully. But we had people come up. They'd have to uh, tape black plastic to the yeah. windows just to fall asleep. It was usually adults. Kids seemed to be a little more resilient. Like, we, I had no trouble falling asleep in the summer. But, yeah, we couldn't do fireworks because it was light out. Of course. Like when, but <laughs> That's a bummer. You have to stay up till 1 in the morning to light <laughs> yeah. off fireworks. And even and then, then it like was a, just sort of dust. You have, like, a 20-minute was... freaking window to even see them. <laughs> Deploy the Kraken! <laughs> It's, it's no we just did them all at new year's because then it was dark the yeah, entire day then you have like days of darkness yeah and actually that never bothered me either i oh, so, it, so i don't know if that affects your um maybe that chemically imbalances you i don't know i think our bodies just adapt yep and that's um, why you have your pattern of youtube goes to sleep your brain's like okay this dude does this all the time yes this is sleepy time and, and just so everybody knows um if you're going to be using your phone or your TV or your laptop when it's dark out. So your brain is wired to release a chemical called melatonin when the natural sunlight is to diminish. Isn't it going to the red spectrum? Yeah, when when it hits the that red spectrum of sunset, your body goes, it is becoming nighttime and I'm not going to be able to get any work done. So it's going to be relaxed and sleep mode. And so uh, the blue light spectrum that is emitting from your phones can be negated with uh, I'm pretty sure it's just built into every phone now 
There's uh, like a night mode. They the newer phones, yeah, all the new ones that goes into yeah, night mode. Anything like built within the last five years has like a night mode, where it. Uh, I don't really know how well of a job it does. It seems to work. Mine goes in automatically at 9 p.m. because that's that's what I set it to. Because mm-hmm. I don't usually go to bed before nine, so I stop. Like. Uh, I guess I stopped surrounding myself with the red light spectrum. You mean the blue? Or the blue light spectrum around 9 p.m. He's sleep deprived. I, yeah, yeah, my <laughs> brain is not firing on all the cylinders today. Um, but anyway, you, I recommend if you're going to use any kind of like electronic device with a screen to figure out how to use your night mode because it blocks out the blue light and emits more of a red spectrum and that helps your brain go if it's nighttime. It, it, it's supposed to help with your circadian rhythm. Well, and help you get Which to that rhythm state. That process you where to. you yeah. start to shut down at nighttime. Yeah, and yeah, it's just better for REM sleep. And again, REM sleep is the rapid eye movement REM. And uh, I'm not an expert. Don't listen to me. But <laughs> there's this weird mode your brain goes in called REM sleep, and it's not for the whole time you're sleeping. It's usually in. From what I've heard, it's about an hour and a half at a time. Okay. Where you're in REM sleep, and it's like the deepest mode of sleep. And they call it that because obviously your eyes are moving rapidly and for whatever reason your eyes start moving. I think that's because you're in a dream state. That's when you dream is in REM sleep. And, uh, but that's when like all of the magic happens when you're sleeping. Like any, any other form of sleep, you're just shut down, but you're not really doing all the healing and all the resetting and all that. Um, the other thing apparently that happens in REM sleep is this is where your short term memories get somehow written into like your long-term memory systems in your brain so most of the stuff that happened during the day especially what your i guess whatever your processes consider as important events during the day or especially anything that might be related to like the betterment of your survival those get written in to like permanently to your instinctive modes of of your long-term memory so REM sleep is extremely important. If you don't get a lot of it, your memory is going to suffer highly. Your neuroplasticity is going to diminish like insanely. Do you think that our diminished amount of sleep as a whole in our, at least our country, is part of the reason why people are just kind of so horrible right now? Because mm-hmm. c- civility really is really at an all-time low. And I sometimes wonder if it's because... you One know, second. We, we've, Sorry. That's okay. the noise real quick. <laughs> We've uh, talked about... It's really hot in here and yeah, the sun is blasting on our backs. So I had to We were roasting a little bit. Well, we'll sleep good because that makes me want to go sleep. Oh, no, I'm, I'm ready sleep. for a nap right it's now. It's like nap vibes in here now. I was just thinking, though, that a lot of times I've just noticed this overall progressive growth of a lack of civility. And I just wonder, you know, there's also been this... It's funny because self-care and wellness is a huge topic of study and mm-hmm. talking. But then I also see this huge group of people not doing that at all. Like, they just engage in behaviors that it's all about that... What is that? Self gratification, instant gratification. Uh, yeah. Because really, there's no higher gratification than getting enough sleep. You That's can function true. at your highest form. I'm super guilty of it because I, like I said, I have too many things going on. And then how do you? Okay, that's another thing. How do you get rid of the excess? How do you get rid of your responsibilities and take care of yourself? What do you do? Um, it's another thing that isn't properly taught to us in a young age, and that's just saying no. Life management, not even just time management, but just. Life management. Like, we learn all this academic stuff. And I'm, a, I'm sorry. This might offend people. Like, not all of it's very important to learn whatever you learn in public school. How is that offensive? But, like, I just, some people are just not on the same page as me there, I'm pretty sure. 
But it, everybody, there's always going to be someone who argues everything. But that's true. Um, they didn't get enough sleep. Like really, in public public education system in America specifically, we learn a lot of fluff. And we're gonna do a whole episode on this someday. We keep we keep wanting to, but then we start other subjects. We're like, let's so. talk about sleep. We're tired, but we do need to do one on education because we both. Um, I have but a there's, lot. Yeah. There's a huge lack of like practical education as far as like how to manage your life and your time and your responsibilities, how to set proper goals the right way to where you're gonna actually like have a better chance of like accomplishing them. How to manage your money? That's very little taught. Like I I did economics class. I actually did it twice. Because the second time I took it, uh, this is an interesting story. Um, I was I really helped a, a friend of mine through high school. Mm -hmm. He struggled like with just you know getting assignments done and learning, and I wanted to help him a lot. And I, I kind of tutored him through his homework and stuff. Well, I was in human biology, and I wasn't really a big fan of that class. It was kind of interesting, but I just I don't know. I didn't maybe I didn't like the teacher or the setting or the the classmates, but. Uh, my friend, he was doing economics. I'd already taken the class, and so I'd actually just transferred into his class just to kind of help him through it because he kind of needed, like, the buddy system. So I did economics class twice, and both times it was just not very important stuff. There was some, a little bit of important stuff, like I learned a bit about, like, how to do a budget, but we're talking simple, really simple budgeting. Like, any, you could do that without even taking that class. It's not that complicated. Like, uh, you have this much money, and these are your bills, and, you know manage it okay real easy assignments a little you learned a little bit about the stock market but nothing advanced but we never really learned proper like education how money works why we even have money the banking system nothing like deep into financing i learned all that on that my you own. should know exactly i had to learn all that on my own yeah mostly through conspiracy theory fucking videos that oh. led me down rabbit holes reddit personal finance is yeah. a wonderful resource exactly um but i've <laughs> <laughs> Zeitgeist the movie is awesome, by the way, if you guys want to watch that. There's a little bit about the uh, central banking system, and it's not all tinfoil hatty. There's a lot of actual solid facts in there. It's a really well-made documentary. Um, there's plenty of other documentaries, too, that aren't even like sort of conspiracy-related like those are. But uh, we just don't learn proper management of our life don't you think it, that at all. Like your parents, I guess, are supposed to teach you that. Maybe that's what they're expecting, but they don't because they're... They never learned it. And they're probably having trouble, like managing their own life. It's, there's no instruction book to being a human. Do you feel like maybe that could sort of be by design for the entire system? <sighs> Put the tinfoil hat on, because well, it's I you don't could even say, feel it's you could that, make a compelling argument that it is. I don't feel it's tinfoily because there's no reason why personal finance isn't taught at least to high school. Oh, I'm sure there's a reason. It's just uh, out of our hands to even like. Uh, understand that reason well because here you have an uh, you've had even okay even our generation thing. we were preached at you must go to college if you are going to be successful right that was the big trope yep well the That's problem the is is you take a bunch of 18 year olds that have never been taught anything about finance and then you drop them in this thing where it's overvalued for it's overpriced for value yeah, and where's an 18 year old kid gonna get eighty thousand dollars just sign to, here and to, you can get that eighty thousand dollars and yeah. we'll give you a couple credit cards too. and they're probably talked into a fucking liberal arts degree by their stupid stool school counselor well and that's because they don't they probably go to their counselor and they're like i don't know what i want to be and then liberal does. arts sounds cool yeah let's I get it woke 
We're Sorry, Duncan say- Trussell. I know you t- you're a liberal arts major. There's nothing wrong with liberal arts. I'm not arts. saying we it's completely useless, but for $80,000, it fucking is. We need I'm dreamers, sorry. and we need creative people, and we need writers. We need all yeah. of that stuff, but we also need a whole bunch of other people, and you don't ever need to pay $80,000. It's ridiculous. The for amount any, of money that college For an costs, art history degree. That's yeah. just insane to me. Now, I think one, one thing that is starting to break because of the cost of college is like that whole fucking elite, like I went to Yale kind of thing. It was like, wow. I don't think it, it, I, it almost seems like it doesn't matter what college you go to anymore as long as you have that fucking piece of paper at all. That proves and you're trainable it, and it, you can and take on debt. That, it's more about like your personal marketability now rather than what fucking school you gained your piece of paper from. Yeah, the elite. I, I could be that. talking out my ass on that, but this is the way it seems now. It doesn't. It feel used to be as like, much yeah, it used to be it, like I went to fucking Yale. I'm definitely gonna get the top position, no matter what. And it doesn't feel that way as much. Well, Actually, now admissions aside from skull and bones, don't shoot us. Yeah, don't kill us. <clears throat> I think now it's more about are you culturally more of a woke thing? You brought that up. It's like who are you in context of what's important to the people that run everything? Yeah. Are you and I'm I'm not gonna go there because it probably will offend people anyways, ah, but fucking offend them. I know. Well it's just Sorry. do you know what I'm talking about though? It's <laughs> yes, instead yes. of it being about the attributes of the individual person, it's about these collected groups of people and do they fit in the little niches we need to make our PR or our what is it, HR person happy. Yeah. And it's like that that makes me sad because you're not valued for who you are then. At all. No. You're just valued. It's like, oh, I'm a Pacific Islander, and I went to UC Davis, and it doesn't matter that you have some really cool peer-reviewed research. You're just a cog in their wheel. We are so defined now by, like, checkboxes on, a, like, a demographic sheet. It's a Google Forms checkbox. It's, it's a fucking spreadsheet yeah. of demographics, and now we're all defined by that instead of, like, who we are as an individual. It's what political party do we you know most relate to and what religion are we in and what color is our skin where where's our ethnic origin even what though what type it's, of it's razors just, do we buy yeah what yeah. what patch of dirt on this fucking mud ball flowing through space where you where you happen to be like coming out of the womb at at well, a certain time what time did was that at you know it's like are you a fucking Libra? Are you a Virgo? There's all these weird little like classification check, boxes weird classification boxes that yep. we are all defined by and not like Okay, what's your merits? Who are you? What kind of morals do you support? There's no checkboxes for that kind of shit. No. I'm, I'm sure eventually there will be because they have these t- standardized tests. I'm doing quote mark quotation fingers. It's not crazy. There's a standardized test of like your personality traits now that they make you do in school. And they're trying to just fit you in as many boxes as they can. And there's more boxes that keep popping up every Isn't day. Isn't that it's what like, all those quiz... We're not pieces of paper guys come on isn't that what all those friendship quizzes are on facebook it's just data mining (laughs) data mining yeah you know well but those kinds of things you know what's your favorite color if you take that test that says which members of friends are you the show friends i don't this is america i don't know how many people have seen it in other countries if there's any other if there's listeners across the pond yes uh, i hope you've heard of the show friends but there's this popular sitcom called friends that happened you know in like was it the the 90s 90s? the mid 90s well there's all these stupid quizzes i see all the time what what character from this show are you have you ever cared or let's just say harry potter everybody knows harry potter what fucking harry potter character are you you take these quizzes on stupid quizzes on facebook there's these like really shallow questions have nothing to do with anything it's just like an archetypal placement i guess and but what that does is like if you're a certain character, then it literally just tells, okay, I'm going to advertise to that specific character, these specific ads. It's da- it's literally It's a data ploy. mining. That's all it is. It really is. You're just like giving away this information about you in order to be advertised to. And then just, you... That's just the internet, though. I mean, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole right now. I could no. go deep, but... 
Do you feel like it um, makes you less valuable as an individual when you're just marketed to based on your preferences? Like, yeah. I want to be a Hufflepuff. And, <laughs> I'm, and so that means that they want to try to sell you Lucky Charms because you're a happy person that likes vibrant I colors. Think that's like, exactly I, what it is. I feel like that's but they, how that's becoming. These marketing experts, I mean, really, they're fucking geniuses. Don't get me wrong. But these marketing experts are really good at, like, this particular trait of person will definitely be interested in this particular pro- set of products. We've been reduced. And then they, then they market themselves as a company like, hey, I can get you more people to buy your product. Because I have the data that says this type of person likes this type of product. And I have the platform to push it because everybody wants to take these dumb quizzes online. So we've been reduced to market yeah. share. Freaking genius. Like I, could, I, I think personally I should have went into marketing because I complete, I understand so much about the psychology of marketing. But I don't know. It just feels dirty. I've never liked the idea. It always felt dirty to me. Well, there's and, a I'm lot sorry. Of we went way off the rails of sleep here, but like... We're next to a train track. Can't still... we derail? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it has um, to do with sleep because sleep is an individual thing. You said we yes, all have yes. to... It's something we are that all is different. A, it is a collective. We all have to do it, but everybody does it differently. Everybody yeah. has a different requirement. Everybody has different problems with sleep. Yeah. And then everybody is trying to deal with it in different ways. That's like, true. We all do have our own little ways of dealing with it. And some people's way of dealing with it is not to deal with it at all and build up this massive deficit. And then they wonder why they're depressed and anxious. Or they get cancer. Why the suicide rate in the world's going up. Yeah. Why health is declining. I don't even know if actually health is really declining. Or we just pay attention to it now. Sometimes I think that or about maybe everything. that's just what CNN says. Well, I think that a lot of this stuff has always existed. It's just, just that we are more connected and more aware of things now. Yeah. Okay. Good example. Cancer. Yeah. Alone is one of those things where it definitely existed forever. As yeah. For everything that was alive. It's just like some kind of a mutation in your cells that for like it can't stop growing. Well, and but, then, yeah. like... Like it wasn't even really that known of a thing until what was like a hundred years ago. Well, think about to, it though, Brady. Because of be our studied. interventions in medicine, where most people died of heart wounds when they got older, like valves and stuff wore out before the cancer could even get them. Now that we extended yeah. life beyond that, then there's this thing that's lurking there that once your your cell dividing gets foobard, <coughs> you're Excuse gonna me. grow things like that. The system gets corrupted. And part of that is because you don't take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Dave Asprey, the bulletproof coffee guy, is he's a massive biohacker, and he wants to be the first person to live to 180. He is studying all of these ways to get beyond that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take care of all of those systems and functions that renew yourself every day, it's called autophagy. I probably uh, am saying it wrong, but that's I like the... that word. It sounds like a cool band name. Well, because you're... <laughs> Sorry, he just <laughs> derailed me. Your body... <laughs> Your body renews itself. And if you can keep that system going without being corrupted, you can live a lot longer than the cap is there. Unless there are some things you can't account for, like getting hit by a car. Unfortunately, there is just a limit on how long you can live, no matter what you do. There is. Back to the story of one of the the damn Rockefellers or Rothschilds or something. One of them fucking people everybody thinks is in the Illuminati had like nine heart transplants. I think that's so It was probably fake news, but I do remember the headlines because they're sensationalized to all shit. Like this guy, like nine heart transplants. It probably wasn't nine, but I'll, when you have more than one, it's probably just your time. Also, did they kill people in China to take those hearts? Like you've heard of that whole thing, you know, the <laughs> dun, black dun, market. Dun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I um, mean, where did they get all these hearts? And that's another thing. The transplant yeah. list is supposed to be non-biased. It, it was, was it biased? It like, probably, or is that clickbait news? Uh, no, it probably no. It, it could be clickbait news. Everything's fucking clickbait news. That's now. true. You just have to write it a certain way. Like we could put, talk about how if you don't get enough sleep, bad things will happen to you. Hey, Click it, to read more. Quick. Quick poll for the listeners. Should we sensationalize the podcast and make it ridiculous? For fun? 
I'd yeah. be okay for fun. I don't As a do... spoof, like a like a satire, yeah, but I love satire. I Sensationalization is so weird nowadays. It really is, right? But, like uh, every every news article on the planet is so much more boring and convoluted yeah. than what they they're like. This person so, did this. Um, quickly back to the, to the topic of sleep. Because the train's but, coming. Yeah, the train's coming. Yeah. <sighs> sleep train. I'm telling you guys. I, how long's it been since the last train? Five minutes? Ten minutes? It's sort of busy today. It's ridi- I don't know what they're freaking hauling all day over here, but Jesus. This one sounds very urgent too. This it's is like probably... the train hub capital of the damn world right now. They I probably swear. got a load of hydro. What is it? Hydrochloric acid. Yeah. You know, they don't um, want to spill it. Spoiler alert! Next episode is just about trains. No and way. And there's going to be a few important cameos by trains. <laughs> I think they're done with the horns again. I apologize for the trains again, guys. But you know what? You You're... can deal with it. That's just life. <laughs> also, it means that we're authentic because yeah. Brady stresses so much about audio quality because that's kind of his thing. Yeah. And I think our audio quality is good, but I also like that there's a bit of real life in there. You yeah. know what? Everybody starts somewhere. Pretty sure there was a couple cow moos in, in some of the uh, episodes we did in the trailer. Absolutely. In the and trailer. I'll take and the one percenter trailer. I'll take credit for those cow moos. Yeah. Um, but back to what I was saying um, with sleep. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought, if you will. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Puns are great. Um, do you happen to remember what I was, what, kind of what the I've path gotten, we were going I've down? gotten off track. Oh, crap. Derailed. There was something kind of like awesome I was just about to bring up on sleep. But anyway. Um, but see, you're sleep deprived, so you can't remember. I am remember. sleep deprived. See, my memory is suffering because I didn't get enough sleep last night. My body is just not working at its full potential today. Do you think this um, episode will put people to sleep? You know, if it does, at least it's useful. <gasps> That's true. We committed a service yeah. to mankind, right? Uh, yeah. Humankind. It, the planet's kind of aligned in a way where both of us just happen to be sleep deprived today. So you can tell in like the tone of our voice probably. That we're pretty... I'm not as chipper today or energetic. No, like Flavortown episode. Flavortown. I enjoyed that one and we were giggly today. God, that was a good episode. It was. See, but we got sleep. Yeah. We, I know we, we did. We had a lot of sleep... And we the night before that. Exactly. And we were feeling excited because, you know. Um, the other thing I've noticed, especially the night before I know we're going to record. Yeah. Oh, I get so antsy. Do you really? And I almost never sleep very well the night before I know we're going to record a, an episode. Really? My brain just starts racing with all these things I want to talk about and how just about the show itself and like ways to market it and what we can do for the people who are listening and. Because we want to give to you guys more than just, you know, this show. Exactly. I get anxiety. We're going to eventually, too, but, like, we're just, you know, we're really at a slow crawl here on the on the. Well, we're, we're also, we try to process. be responsible adults. Um, I think I get a lot of angst about it during the day, every day, because I want to be accomplishing more. And I think that's another thing, too, maybe that other podcasters share. And just other people, period, is you... <sighs> You get excited about something and you want to produce and then you have this finite amount of energy uh-huh. and, and finite time. amount of time. And so then um, you either put the work in and grow and build on that anxiety or angst, whatever it is, or you just quit. Yeah. Um, sleep is very valuable commodity as well as time itself because you have to spend some of that time to sleep. You have to. Uh, let us know in the comments or in social media uh, like what you think is more valuable, sleep or time. Or both? I'm saying I'm on the time. I'm on the time team time. I like to look at time as currency, and I have a limited well, amount it, of currency. I think it really yeah. is because to gain any actual like monetary currency, 
you have to trade time. That's the one thing everything converts down to in what you're trading for currency and is time. And sleep yields interest, if you think about it. Kind of, Because yeah. if you get the correct amount of investment in it, mm-hmm. you're going to produce, you know, your investment's going to produce. I mean, it really is. The next day, if you get the proper amount of sleep consistently, I'm not talking about just one night here because mm. of the deficit, you're going to produce at your best, right? Yeah. No matter what life throws at you. And you also have to learn to say no. That's true. Well, that's a big important lesson, saying no. Yeah. Just don't say no to sleep, guys. No. One one thing I hope you all take from this episode is just how important it is to get a good amount of sleep and quality sleep. And I encourage you guys, because again, I didn't want this episode to be about advice because everybody's different. No. But I challenge you to maybe speak to a medical professional or get online and do some research. Seek out actual professional advice. Like, you don't even have to talk to the person. Just, there's plenty of things. And and educate yourself on how you can manage your sleep, manage your time, manage your life. And that's something I've been trying to work on lately and we all should because there's no instruction manual. You have to put in the time and effort. And learn what works for you. So you have to trade some of that currency of time to, uh, you know, to, to learn these kind of things. So educate yourself. It's very important. I'd also like to throw this out here. Um, I would love to learn how you guys allocate your time and your sleep or to get the sleep or how you guys do it. I I would love to have a conversation about that because I learn from other people. That's my thing. Uh, Please jump on our social media pages. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this a year later after it's posted. Just get on and like tell us uh, how do you get to sleep at night? What's your favorite or preferred, I guess, uh, like process or pattern However, you do do you take any chemicals like yeah. uh, melatonin pills? Do you, you zequil yourself out every night? Uh, what do you do? Do you kickbox yourself into a yeah. coma? Do do, like what do we do? You do know, you take methamphetamine for three days to stay up, and then take a bunch of heroin to go to sleep. I don't know. I feel like Everybody's that is different. not self care. You probably shouldn't do that, you but need... it's possible. It's something you can do. <laughs> you need a liver. I'm not recommending any drug use whatsoever. I'm just, just so curious. Know. Well. I would like to know about this. And hey, you can email us at goeytheshow at gmail.com. We will reply to you because honestly, this whole thing is about a conversation because I do. Yeah. I learn from other people way better. I like anecdotal Absolutely. things. And then I just gist it with all the other stuff I read. And we appreciate yeah. your guys' input. Um, That is something to talk about real quick. It's like uh, there's so much anecdote everywhere you look from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Always take people's anecdotes, but also maybe compare them to some kind of a, you know, objective fact well that's what i was talking about gisting you've got to gist it again and then you got to come gist and then you got to throw it against actual scientifically method draw and it's really hard work people i think that's why everybody just thinks anecdote is true all the time Um, good point the reason i'm saying that is because uh our entire show is anecdotal (laughs) we yeah we don't want you to take this as law please don't take any of the things that we say as objective fact um but if you're interested in anything that we're saying, maybe go and research the objective facts about it, especially when it comes to sleep. And I think that's a good Uh, place to end that. That's a great place to end that. So, uh, night, night, good night, everybody. (laughs) And as you know, we like to end every episode off with a positive news article. And this week's positive news article is from the Positive News Network, and it's called Problem Solving Through Sleep. And, you know, we, we're all sleep deprived, but actually we shouldn't be because a lot of our problems could be solved with some good old-fashioned night-night time. So don't forget to check that out in the description of the YouTube video. And uh, hit us up on social media. Let's have a discussion about what we talked about. 
And if you're on YouTube, please hit that like button. It helps to support us and give us good uh, demographic data. Thank you.